This episode of Intentional Talk with Lisa Kay and Taylor is sponsored by Superior Abstract and Title in Plano, Texas. At Superior Abstract and Title, they don't claim to know more about deadlines than anyone else. What they do claim is the ability to provide you with the tools and services to meet them without the headache, stress, and hassle that often accompanies them. Shop Superior Abstract and Title. Hello, I'm Lisa Kay. And I'm Taylor. This is Intentional Talk. This is a show that cares and brings positives to the air with live, engaging conversations. Well, you know, one of the missions of Fellowship Power Lunch and for Intentional Talk is to honor our U.S. servicemen and women. And so today we're going to be talking with one of our honorable veterans about a special organization that he's involved with. Welcome to Intentional Talk. I'll introduce our guest. Gary E. Steele retired from the U.S. Air Force and from the state of Texas after 42 years of state and federal service. Gary's assignments while in the military included a tour in Vietnam, where he was a crew chief and worked on the EC-47 Goonie Bird, and we're gonna learn a little bit more about that later. <laughs> His other assignments included several tours and trips to all the bases in the Pacific Theater. He earned the second highest rank, which is E-8SM Sergeant, possible under the enlisted structure. His job titles range from crew chief to training superintendent, combat comm advisor, detachment commander, and so many more. So during Gary's 21 years, he received over 40 decorations and awards for his service. And now he is one of the leaders of the Texas Veterans Hall of Fame, where he honors Medal of Honor recipients. Welcome, Gary E. Steele, a veteran. Thank you. My pleasure to be here. Oh, it's a, our pleasure as well to have you here. Thank you. Yeah. Well, wow. we would love to learn a little bit about the Texas Veterans Hall of Fame, in particular because you're going to be joining us for our November Veterans Appreciation Event, which Lisa Kay has been working so hard on getting that together. <laughs> but we would love to hear a little bit about that, and then maybe we'll go back and learn a little bit more about your service. Okay. Um, about three or four years ago, we realized that there was something missing in honoring our Texas as veterans and so you can look at all the museums and stuff and they they'll cater to different groups like the vietnam vets they'll cater to purple hearts or bronze stars or a war but they don't cater to the individual veteran and so we started looking around on how we could honor the the individual veteran and we looked at some of the states and uh, surprisingly we found out texas didn't have anything that would do that uh, in oklahoma they they'd been doing it for over 20 years okay oklahoma <laughs> <laughs> but Texas is huge. That's amazing that Texas did not. And so we started looking around, and we uh, thought, well, how are we going to honor them? Mm-hmm. And we visited some of these places, and they gave us some insight. And so we came up with our own mission and incorporated 
and we even had to get approval from the, the highest uh, Texan in the guard to even use the name veterans in our Hall of Fame title. Really? Wow. Yeah. For use of the name veterans? Yeah, Texas veter- Texas and veterans together. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they approved it immediately, but our mission is to honor our veterans on an individual basis. And we do that in four categories real quick. The first one's valor, which would be your Medal of Honor type, your Silver Stars, uh, anything that's uh, heroic and uh, has a valor behind it. Second category service, it would be like uh, uh, George Bush Sr., who was president and World War II hero. Mm-hmm. And the third category would be support. It would be like uh, Ross Perot Sr., who we are going to induct this year under the support category, who's given so much back to our veterans. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth one is our signature program. It's our Patriot Marker, where uh, once we get them in the database, if they're deceased, uh, we put a marker on the grave, and then uh, we sign a QR code to the back. Is this the marker? That's the marker. Is this the marker? That's the marker for Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And once we put them in there, it generates a QR code, and Did we put, put the QR the code on the back. Mm-hmm. And if you're visiting that cemetery, you can read about that veteran by just scanning that QR code. Wow. And so, and we have 22 cemeteries across Texas that we're working on right now, mm-hmm. and over 4,000 uh, data files uh, of veterans in our system now, and two cemeteries that do have QR codes on. How large is your team, Gary? Uh, our team, our board is uh, six people. And we have a pretty good conglomerate of volunteers. We have two part-time employees that work the museum. And uh, the museum is just there to uh, bring memorabilia in, to preserve the memorabilia, and to bring people in so we can talk to them about their family members. Now, you don't have to be deceased to be in our patriot. Uh, all you have to do is have an honorable discharge, and you've lived in Texas at least seven years and or born here. And so you're eligible to go into our Hall of Fame. And hopefully down the road, when we start looking for uh, relatives and family friends that are uh, served in the military, well, at least we'll have a venue where they can come to yes. and check, uh, check on the veterans. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do have a GPS uh, assigned to each grave. So should one of Texas tornadoes come through and take all the graves, at least we know where the veterans will be buried. So, mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. How interesting is that? Yeah. yeah. So how do you find the, the grave sites? How do you find the areas of joining you for these monuments? And yeah, We're very fortunate. We have, excuse me, we have a, a doctorate uh, professor on our staff who's a board member, and she has, um, she's our director of our public relations, and this is her, this is her love. She goes from uh, all over the state. She goes from cemetery to cemetery, and she'll see one that says cemetery this way, and she'll go check it out. But she will walk the cemetery with other volunteers, and they will go in, and they'll plot where each grave is at. And they've even found some markers that they pull the grass and stuff off and he's a veteran so they don't leave anything unturned you know i mean they'll go get the the marker i mean the place and the information photos of the grave and then they'll come back and they'll turn it over to our research team and they will do the research on that veteran 
Wow, I can see the passion in that too. Mm -hmm. You know, our education today, our younger generation, we're losing that history, we're losing that education that used to be in our schools for our military and veterans. And I think this is a great way for them to be able to, if they wanted to research their family, like you said, to come to the Texas Veterans Hall of Fame mm -hmm. Museum. And that your museum is in... It's in Denton. Uh, it's located in the Golden Triangle Mall. Mm -hmm. uh, the folks there have been really good to us. We started out with 45 square feet right in the middle of the hall. Then we went to 1,300 square feet, and now we're up to 3,000, and we're, we're looking to expand. So, What types of things can you see in the museum? Mm -hmm. uh, you can see, well, one of the interesting, most interesting things is you can see the Eisenhower jacket, which they just brought back from World War II. And we're working on having a, a 43, 1943 World War II Jeep in there. We uh, work in with an uh, individual who has a gun collection of 70 or 80 different types of weapons from World War I, World War II that we'll be putting on display. So the main thing is to get them to come in and look at what we have and then get a chance to talk to them about their families. Mm -hmm. And you have a mobile museum as well. Is that an opportunity for the public to um, reach out to you and maybe bring it on to one of their events as well? It is. We uh, The first year we traveled quite a bit and took it to churches and we've taken it to schools and uh, mm. fairs and things like that. And so it is very interesting, uh, especially when the youngsters can get on there and we can teach them about some of the sacrifices in uh, the services and accomplishments of our Texas veterans. Mm -hmm. The museum, it's not basically, it's not just Texas driven. It's it's all types of wars in right. the museum. Right. When you come into the uh, museum, it's divided into the war areas. Uh, world War One. it'll have information about the war. Uh, it'll have how many served during the war. Mm -hmm. And under the blue line, the timeline, it'll have how many Texans served, how many uh, was killed, how many Texans were killed, how many were wounded, how many Texans were wounded, how many Medal of Honor. Uh, how many Texans were Medal of Honor, and then underneath is statistics about uh, the war itself. So, in photos, in memorabilia, we do have a, uh, a uh, POW uh, Vietnam POW display where they can come in and sort of see what it looks like. Mm -hmm. uh, our POWs did. We have a tunnel rat display. We have a war remains display. It's a, a virtual reality that they put the headset on and it puts them in the trenches of World War One. So where did the funding come for the museum, Gary? Well, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked that because uh, we do get grants. The city of Denton's been very good to us. Uh, the mall's been good to us as far as our expenses and stuff. But we do uh, do fundraisers and we uh, take donations and uh, we just look for grants that we can get. And of course, uh, we do the fundraisers, uh, whatever we can get. Uh, went to one church, uh, set up for a couple hours, and they were very good. We I think we ended about twelve fifteen hundred dollars for donations. Yay. So, yeah, this is a great opportunity for schools to bring in your mobile museum to enhance the education regarding our military services and in history. History's, you know, I think a lacking situation these days, in my opinion. So how can they find you and reach out to you? 
the schools, corporations, fairs? They can go to our website, which is uh, www.txveterans.org, or they can uh, email us at info at tx. Uh, txveterans.org and uh, just go to our website and then uh, it'll it'll have on there uh, when you go look at where it says uh, view their stories that's mm-hmm. where you'll find the 4,000 names and the information about the veterans and if you've got a family member that meets that criteria all you have to do is look at the tab that says add my story and then you just go through whatever the da- uh, database asks you to fill in you have to provide some documentation to say that you uh, served honorably. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you give me a picture of a grave of a veteran's uh, marker, that's good enough. And um, So once we get you in there, then we uh, make sure it's okay. Mm-hmm. And then we send you a certificate and your stuff's in the database. That's oh, wonderful. Wow. So family members can help mm-hmm. you build out the database as well, because that's a lot of work for you and your team. Mm-hmm. But... People can contribute, maybe honor their family member. Yeah, they can uh, help. They can buy a marker if they don't want to do it for a full cemetery. They can buy the marker, and once we put them in the database, we send them the marker and their QR code. And the certificate that we send them, it has their QR code on the certificate. So that belongs to the member, and you can share that with your family or loved ones or uh, Mm -hmm. friends and just put it on greeting cards or whatever. So now you've got a story where you can go research your family. Well, now, speaking of stories, we would love to learn a little bit more about your 21 years of service to our country and some of your experiences. Well, I uh, came from a long line of uh, military people. My great-great-great-grandfather, what, eight, nine generation, was a lieutenant under Washington during the Revolution. Uh And he married a full-blooded Cherokee Indian. So it goes right on up to my uh, father, who was World War II, and my uncle was World War II, and both decorated. My uh, uncle survived the Battle of the Bulge, and then me and my four brothers are all uh, Vietnam vets. So we served during the Vietnam time. As far as my military background, I had no intentions of making it a career. And I just wanted to get my four years over and get out of Vietnam and come home and uh, do something. And I was married. I'd married my high school sweetheart and uh, got over there and came back, and it wasn't the same. Mm. And the the military was something different for me. And so uh, I got out and I went back in. Of course, had a nice bonus for me, which helped too. (laughs) And uh, then I I, uh, got stationed pretty close to home. Uh, several times and then uh, my jobs were mostly 10 years was an aircraft maintenance uh, crew chief or some type of maintenance mm. and then the last 10 11 was training and education and my last five had to do with uh, being a combat comm advisor to the air guard and uh, so that's it was my career now tell us the EC-47 Goonie Bird. Goonie. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not sure how they come up with the word Goonie Bird, but I think all the military, uh, they named their aircraft. <laughs> so it's easier to say, uh, here comes the buff, or you know, they know that's a B-52. Yeah. Uh, or here comes uh, here comes the Goonie Bird, which they'll know it's a DC-3. Uh, so it's easier to point out what type of aircraft is going to be mm-hmm. coming, you know. Uh, 
uh, you know, oh, here comes the DC-3, uh, EC-47. It'd be just easier to say, here comes the Goonie Bird, you know. And so, anyway, the Goonie Bird that we worked on, uh, the mission was for that they flew around and they had electronic surveillance and they monitored the treatment on the uh, movement on the ground. And then they call in the the buffs, or they call in the uh, the F fours and things like that to take care of the enemy. And, and I must say that one of my uh, board members has five air medals and almost shot down twice in Vietnam. So um, this mm-hmm. is his passion now, and so. We do have a conglomerate of uh, good people working, and we're always looking for volunteers and uh, uh, people that want to get involved in what we're doing. Wow. I'd love to meet your good friend. Put him in our circle of veteran yes, family members. we're always members. looking for veterans to support yeah. us as well. Mm-hmm. So you've been married how long? This is my second marriage. Okay. Uh, I was married to my sweetheart for uh, 20 years, and then uh, we had two children. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm married uh, 20 years now, and uh, but we've been together 27 years. Okay. And so uh, she already has a name tag for me. She calls me Mr. Nobody because I can't say no to nobody. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was fixing to get yeah. onto that. <laughs> so, uh, but she's very good about letting me uh, go and do, and I'm very uh, grateful that I get to do the things I do uh, because of my situation. And mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I believe you're a man of faith. Tell us about your, your walk with the Lord. Well, I uh, I was saved when I was uh, like a ninth, ninth grade or tenth grade or something in high school, and it it has had an impact on my life, especially when you're ten thousand miles away from home, and uh, it helps you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe uh, in the Lord, and um, every night I just ask Him to uh, thank Him for what He's given me that day, and I hope He gives me another day, and. Uh, I have no doubt that he's taking care of what I'm doing. And uh, I'll share another story with you. Was, uh, I had a little girl that was born after I came home from Vietnam, and uh, she had all kinds of medical problems. Mm-hmm. And I, I, she wasn't supposed to live past five years. Mm-hmm. But the good Lord let me keep her for 18 years, and she 18. passed 18. Oh. And uh, mm-hmm. every night when I'd visit her, I'd just... I just say, I want to be there. I know she's going to go one of these days. I just want to be there. And uh, it happened. And I, uh, they called me and they said, uh, I'd been with her for two or three days, and they said, you need to go and get some rest. And so I went home. And, and uh, my ex and I, we have a great relationship. And she called me and she said, you might want to come back to the hospital. And so I went back and uh, I asked him, uh, uh, you know, please let me be there. And I walked in, and uh, she was still, you could see the ticker was still going. And when I walked in and kissed her, and it stopped. Uh-huh. And so I know she was waiting for me to come back. Yeah. So uh, that's, uh, that's my life and yeah. the way I've lived it. So hopefully mm. it'll be good. Yeah, what a beautiful story. What is her name? Her name was Stacy. Stacy. Stacy Lynn. Stacy And Lynn. we were fortunate if we could take her... Uh, on assignments, you know, we could take, we didn't have to, we, we, we were able to stay close to her or we could take her with us uh, we, in Hawaii. She was there for four years with us in Hawaii and uh, they really loved her in Hawaii. So, mm-hmm. but. Well, that's wonderful. 
Well, people who come to our annual Veterans Appreciation event will get an opportunity mm -hmm. to see a mobile version of the uh, Veterans Museum, the Texas Veterans Museum? They will. It's 24 feet long, and we have some replicas of what we have in the museum. And so you can come and go through the museum. Um, it's pretty interesting, and we do have a... We do have some other uh, exhibits that we put up to outside. Uh, we have a virtual museum where you can go online and walk through our virtual library, which is pretty interesting. It takes you to all the wars. And so wow. you just go to our website and just uh, play with it and come up with some of the, the neatest ideas. The one thing that we're going to do starting in January uh, real quick is that we started a, a learning management system where we're, we're building a, a online system for our young generation to come online yes. and uh, learn about all of the Texas veterans and the stories from beginning, before pre-World War One and after World War One. not only about the war, but some of the stuff that's interesting on what they did after the war. Mm. And so we're going to start that in January. I'm so glad to hear that. So. Yeah. Well, you're inducting your... You have a special event the Saturday before our special event, which is ours is November the 16th for our Veterans Appreciation. Yours mm. is that Saturday before, which would be the 14th? 13th. 13th. And what is that that you could share? Maybe? Yeah, it's uh, where we, every year, it's our third annual. We didn't get to do it last year because of the COVID, but we're going to induct 20, 24 this year and uh, be 20, uh, 10, 20 Medal of Honor recipients from Texas. And then we have uh, four others that are being inducted in the other two two categories and then we'll recognize the three thousand that we put in the category four for our patriot uh, we won't go through all three thousand of them but we'll just uh, <laughs> note that we did have three thousand that went into our patriot category wow. this year that's fantastic so. thank you so much for your service yes thank congratulations you on all your hard work yes i know you spent a lot of time and there's so many stories behind every mm -hmm. single veteran that you're honoring mm -hmm. so thank you for all your work. Yeah, do, we, do we have time to share with one story about uh, one of our uh, re recipients? Go for it. Uh, real quick, we had an individual come in in the library, uh, in the museum, and we asked him, do you have veterans in your family? And he said, uh, yes. He said, my great-grandfather was a, a veteran, and he was a three-star, like no big deal. He was a three-star. And then he said he served in four wars, and we thought, okay, that's possible, but not likely. Then he said uh, he got busted from one star to a colonel. And, uh, well, that's possible. Then he tells us he graduated from Denton High School, little old Denton High School. And so now it's big Denton High School. But we said, no, this, is, this can't be true. So we checked it out, and sure enough, the guy did. 1916, he graduated. 1916? And he graduated. Denton High School? Mm-hmm. That was his great-grandfather or? Great-grandfather or great-uncle, great I think it was. So, but and they still live in the same house that he grew up in, that this oh. three-star grew up in. Wow. Oh, wow. Lots of stories there. That's cute. Yes. I love that. Love history. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us, Veteran Steel. We appreciate mm -hmm. your rich stories, and there's so many more to share. Mm -hmm. People can meet you at our annual Veterans Appreciation event that's mm -hmm. coming up. It's it's so quick. I mean, I, I can't believe it. We talk about it all year, and it's already here, Lisa Kay. I mean... 
We yeah. have less than a month, yeah. and it's here, which yeah. is exciting. <laughs> yeah. Fellowship Power Lunch, Veterans Appreciation is November the 16th, Embassy Suites, Frisco. You don't want to miss it, and you definitely should consider being a sponsor as well. You can find us on fellowshippowerlunch.com. You can register as a sponsor, a guest, public, general public, excuse me, and veterans too. Veterans, we want you to register. It is complimentary to you and your spouses. Yes. And please continue to listen to Intentional Talk with Lisa Kay and Taylor. We're excited to bring other incredible stories like that of Gary Steele to you and other veterans, business leaders, Mm -hmm. those who are partnering with our veterans community and also those who are willing to stand up for their faith in Christ in the workplace. So please continue to listen to these shows and we appreciate your support. You can always find us on Intentional Talk. You can find us on Fellowship Power Lunch. We're anywhere you get your podcast. Also on my channel on Pray.com on Life Network for Women. We're now airing on Tuesday evenings on Life Network for Women. And then also on the Awakened Podcast Network. Thank you so much. Thank you. TV with TLC.